Hi, everyone. Welcome to the L Synergy podcast. I'm here with Ginny, obviously. Hey. And today we want to talk about how you can make money on Instagram with less than 500 followers, because yes, you can. And we're going to be sharing three main steps to make this all happen. Yeah, even a small following. I mean, you don't even have to have less than 500 followers. You can have a bit more. If you feel like, you know, your your followers are not super engaged or you starting a brand new Instagram from scratch or it can be anything. But basically, we're just going to show you how you can actually make money online with a small following. Welcome to the L Synergy podcast. The perfect place to learn everything about building and scaling your business online. I'm Laura Haylitz. And I'm Jenny Fierce. We went from being on fellow from our corporate jobs to building a multiple six-figure business in our first year of business. All that with the power of Instagram and no fluff business strategies. But hey, you can do this too. On this podcast, we share the behind the scenes of growing an online empire, reaching new heights, and how you can juggle it all. 75 followers and she made, she signed one client through her content. The best way to sell, you can start making money um, within a few weeks. They're usually just this huge untapped potential of leads and prospects. Okay, before we jump in, I actually want to share this because I know a lot of people will be saying, yeah, but guys, you have so many followers. Like, who are you to tell us, you know, how you can make money with less than, you know, so many followers? Um, I think the main thing I want to share here is that we actually have IBA students that are signing clients with as little as 75 followers. And that is just a testament to show you that it all comes from a good strategy. And of course, if you have a good strategy, you might be able to grow your following as well. But as a business, you should be looking at signing clients. And this is just to show you, you can sign uh, clients with as little as 75 followers. We have the living proof of that inside our program. Yeah, and I I really want to push on this because it's something I never thought was possible, right? Like when I started my account, I was like, you know, I just want to, I don't know, be a social media manager for people, even locals, right? I was like, yeah, I'm just going to be like finding people where I live. And that's that, I was just using my Instagram to showcase what I can do. And, you know, like just show that I have uh, marketing experience and knowledge and social media and so on. Um, and I was like, yeah, it's going to take me years before, first of all, that I reached 10,000 followers or something. And it's going to take me yeah, 10,000 followers in order to make decent money online. You know, I had no clue that you could make money with as little as one of our followers got 75 um, followers and she made, she signed one client through her content. So she, that client saw the content, she was like, yeah, I want to work with that person. So that's what happened. Um, and I never realized that. And then, you know, I started my account from scratch in March 2020. And after, I don't know, a couple of months, I had maybe 500 followers. And people were reaching out to me. They were like, hey, you know, I thought I was going to be a social media manager, but people were like, hey, do you want to coach me? And I was like, what do you mean coach you? I didn't even know what it meant, you know? And I had to do some research and realize that actually I don't even have to do the work physically. I could also just show people how to do it. And it would mean less time on my hands, more money. um, And it was quite fun as well. So yeah, it's just to show you that, you know, you can actually make money with you know, as soon as possible, as long as you have a good content strategy, and we're going to talk to you about this in a minute. Uh, that's not even the first point, but as long as you have all these things uh, that we're going to talk to you about, you can start making money um, within a few weeks. Yeah, definitely. Okay. So the first thing that we want to talk about is building the right offer because a lot of people are like, okay, you know, I want to build my business online. I want to have passive income. You know what? I'm going to sell ebooks and uh, my ebook is going to be 
$20, maybe $50, even if you want to be on a little higher end. And then they think that they're going to have, you know, a really successful six-figure business with their $50 eBooks. The reality of that is, as we were talking about signing clients with little followers, is that if you don't have that many followers, you're going to have to sell a lot of eBooks to make a lot of money. And so, you know, it's just pure math, right? Like, let's say you have a conversion rate of 10%, you have 100 followers, then people buy your $50 ebook. Well, that's $500. That's it. That's all you made in a month. Whereas if you have 100 followers and only one person maybe becomes a client, but you have an offer of $1,000, you already made $1,000. And that's with way less effort and so forth. So, you know, a lot of people think that ebooks is like this amazing thing that you can do when, when you build an online business. But the reality is that a business model with ebooks is actually extremely hard. You need a huge following. You need a lot of selling, um, a lot of convincing as well, because eBooks are, I would say, less sometimes also valuable. Uh, we're, you know, in this information world where everyone can Google everything. You can go on YouTube and find all your answers. Obviously, an eBook feels, you know, like something that is easier replaceable online. Whereas if you look at, you know, building a business that is more around your services that are tailored, that are personalized, if it is around you and your expertise and you're coaching someone, that's extremely valuable. And that's things that people want to spend a lot more money on as well. So I think first and foremost, before you start selling and trying to find your first client, make sure that you find them on the right offers so that all the efforts that you're putting in actually also helps you monetize your account in the best possible way. Yeah, I really wanted to talk about this because that's so important. I I even myself for oh, you know, when I was doing fitness coaching, uh, I was like, yeah, I'm going to have this ebook and I'm going to sell it. You know, those like, um, you know, programs like, you know, fitness program guides, or whatever. Like, yeah, like fitness fitness. Guide. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you know, I, I know someone who's super successful, you know, for the people who do fitness, probably know Kyra Itziness, like, she made millions, you know, selling that one ebook, but that's just quite where, you know, you do need to have a huge following to make it work. And people see that and they're like, yeah, I'm going to do the same. But truth is like those ebooks are not that great. They're easy to copy as well. She had so many issues because people were reselling them. I bought the second, I'm guilty of it. I bought the I, second yeah, one on eBay. my friends as well. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? You're exchanging with your friends and stuff like that. But also people don't really value cheap stuff. You know, they might buy it. The number of ebooks that I bought and I never even opened, you know, it's, it's not as actionable. It's not the same. So I think if you have, even if you decide, okay, cool, ebooks is fun because it's passive income. Well, at least look at doing more like online courses that are full of value, like a more intense kind of courses that you can at least price at even more than that, depending on, you know, what's your, what's your income. So if you're a business coach, it could be even much more than that. And it's just going to be much better for you. It's going to be much better for your idea clients and people, well, your, your clients are actually going to buy the product and so on. So if you want to look at passive income, I would say, look at selling online courses instead of selling eBooks. Yeah. It's funny that you said that um, you you thought of doing ebooks in the beginning because I have this PowerPoint and I wish I could show it to you guys on the podcast, but I have this PowerPoint um, that I created, no joke, exactly two years ago because two years ago um, I actually started you know my my business, uh, my solo coaching business, and my way to monetize, no joke, the first bullet point is ebooks. <laughs> second one is Lightroom presets. I mean, that. Oh my God, I remember that. 
And then the third one is online courses. Like I, I genuinely, so if you ever think your business plan looks like a joke, you know, know that this is how I, I started my business and we still got here. So, um, so yeah. Yeah. And, and for example, you know, we have a, a Rails mini course. Uh, we don't actively promote it for specific reasons, but it's there, you know, and we, we make good money from it, you know, like, because we also have a decent size following and so on, but we would not be a multiple six figure business with the Rails mini course far from it. Mm-hmm. Um, if we made this kind of income is through our main uh, program at IBA that is priced much higher than the mini course. So, yeah, I mean, you know, it always makes you laugh as well because I bought the, the presets of someone like um, a YouTuber yesterday. So I like, you know, uh, this kind of preset, especially, you know, for my um, uh, videos. So I like uh, presets for videos. And it was like a massive bundle, you know, some really cool presets and stuff like that. And he was selling them at 50 euros. And I was like, mate, <laughs> what are you doing? Like, you should totally double, triple the price. It's, it's worth much more money than that. And he always pains me because I'm like, it's because it's a price on the market and then everyone copies each other and they just sell those presets for 50 euros. But some of them are just price, they should be priced much, much higher. And it's not like this that you're going to make, I don't know, that you're going to make shit tons of money. And, and maybe, you know, your goal is not to make shit ton of money, but it's just to tell you if you want to be able to quit your job or if you want to be able to hit your target income, whatever your goal is, just selling in books is not going to do it because then you have the pressure of, okay, I need to find more clients to sell the ebook. So I need to really have this big audience constantly. Yeah, totally. And now that doesn't mean that you can't have an ebook, you know, in a diversified product suite where let's say you have your services and you want to have an ebook on top or you want to have mini courses on top, stuff like that is 100% possible. But just relying on ebooks to make money Yeah, when you're starting out, that's usually not the best way to go about it. No, and maybe I just want to quickly mention this before we we move to the next point is if you think, yeah, but, you know, no one's going to buy my services if I price them, you know, at $300 or something like that or $1,000. I felt the same way because the first thing people were telling me when I would tell them, yeah, you know, you want me to coach you? Okay, it's $1,000 a month. And they'd be like, oh, no, I can't afford it. And I was like, okay, maybe it's impossible. Then maybe I, I have to be cheaper and so on. And then I realized that the problem is not that. The problem is the way I was formulating my offer. The problem was like, maybe that person, you know, was not my ideal clients. If people did it before you, it's a proof that you can also do it. <laughs> like Laura and I built a successful coaching business. So if you're a business coach or want to be business coach, know that you can charge that much money uh, because there is a market for it. And because you, it's worth that much because, okay, you're pricing, you know, $1,000, but I made my clients, you know, and much, much more than that. I had a client who signed um, uh, a client for 10,000 euros, you know, and she charged that one client 10,000 euros because it was worth it. So, you know, she made her money back and so much more. So it's all about the way you formulate your offer. It's all about the way your content strategy is to show them, hey, you know, actually I'm worth it. You're going to make your money back. It's going to be, yeah, worth it. Yeah, totally. Okay, bringing us to the second point of how to assign your clients or your first clients with a small following is to also fix your content. So, you know, Jeannie talked a bit about it before that, you know, it feels very itchy to to like have a high ticket offer maybe and sell that. But if your content is good, 
it can do a lot of the heavy lifting already and it can really allow for you to make sales. So um, content, basically what you really have to think of, and I know a lot of people sort of mistake this, there's a difference between a content plan and a content strategy. Here we want to focus on a content strategy. That means that you create content with the goals and the problems of your ideal client in mind and making sure that that piece of content speaks directly to that and has a specific purpose and that purpose will actually allow you to get results. So it's really about building a community through your content, making sure that you speak to their pain points, that your ideal client sees your content and they feel like, oh my God, that person is in my head. They're completely speaking to me. I feel understood. I need to work with that person because I know they have the solution to my problems and they're going to help me reach my goals. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, we can I, talk about content strategy for hours, but this yeah. is in a nutshell what a content strategy means. But yeah, I ate three modules. <laughs> exactly. I mean, you know, there's so much to say about content. Um, but I think one thing that I really want to insist on is that if you don't see results with your content, meaning that you don't really have any growth at all, you don't really have engagements, you know, it's a bit like crickets when you, you share posts online and so on it means that it's not good enough. Honestly, I know you might think, oh, but I've done everything and nothing seems to work. No, it's not because if, if, you, if you would have done the right things, you would see the results. Even if it might take a bit of time, right? It's not because tomorrow you share a good piece of content that suddenly things are going to pick up right away, right? But if you share good content on a regular basis for enough time, which could be four weeks in a row at least, uh, then you should see results. Usually it takes three months to really change a game for you. But after four weeks, you should already see some, some good results. Um, and we all had it, right? With Laura, sometimes we complain, we're like, oh, our content is not doing so great. And then we sit down for a second, we think about it, we really talk to our idea clients, really put ourselves in the head, and, and then we can create better content, and then our engagement pick up, our growth picks up, and so on. So it's really about, okay, Actually, if your content is not working, there's, there's, there's more to it. Like what you're hearing so far? Make sure you never miss an episode by subscribing to our podcast. We really appreciate your support. Now back to the show. Yeah. And keep in mind that your content, you know, it's hard to come up with a good content strategy if you don't have the right business foundation. So it all boils down to also you understanding what your business is about, right? Your ideal clients, um, you know, obviously what your specific niche is, um, looking at market research, getting inspired by that and so forth. So it's really making sure that you have that clarity first and foremost. And then from there onwards, you can build a strategy that goes beyond um, just your business foundations and actually translates that to your ideal clients. Um, but yeah, overall, what you want to do with your content, your content should help you attract your idea clients. So it's like, hey, you know, you, be, you are being noticed by the idea client that you want to work with. And then once you have that, once you have the initial you know, engagement from your idea client, then it's about not focusing on growth and growth only. Because I see that a lot is that people are like, oh, I'm not signing clients. I need more followers. No, hang on a minute, because I did exactly the same thing where I was like, I had good growth, right? Like my content was good. So I was growing, but I was not signing clients super easily. I was kind of struggling and people would tell me things like they would reach out to me, which is good. That's a good sign that you have good content. If people reach out saying, hey, I'd like to work with you, stuff like that. But if people start to tell you, hey, no, you're too expensive or things like that, it does mean 
that your content also doesn't do all the work. So it should help you attract your idea clients, but it should also help you sell to that idea client. So your content, but also your website. And we're going to talk more about other things. But yeah, like be careful of like, no, it's not because, um, you know, you have growth that you're going to sign clients. It's not, it doesn't work like that. If you can't sign clients with 500 followers, you can't sign clients with 10,000 followers. Uh, you will have to, 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 to really fix, you know, your sales process, meaning how do you actually sell to people? What kind of content do you need to create to sell to people? And that's something you really need, like a mindset switch you need to have. No, at some point, not focusing on growth, but also focusing on conversion. Mm. Speaking of conversion, Jeannie talked about it before. If your content is doing well, then you might start getting some DMs of people reaching out to you. And that's the third step that is super important when it comes to signing your client is your DMs. Because your DMs, honestly, they're gold. And they're usually just this huge untapped potential of leads and prospects that are just sitting there. And most people don't even realize it. So I know for a fact, Gina and myself, we were the same actually when we started our business and our content was working well. We started getting DMs of people like asking us questions and, you know, these typical freebie seekers. And you're like, oh my God, I already share so much for free. Like, why would I even now start, you know, helping people even more for free in the DMs? And then you start doing that. And then you feel like no one's buying your services, but you're actually helping everyone for free in your DMs and in your content. Yeah, so that's not something you should be doing. Your DMs are actually gold if you know what to do with them. A freebie seeker could be turned into a client if you know how to talk to them. It's really about understanding, okay, they come to you because they have a problem, which is normal because your content speaks to their problems. So they feel like you understand them. So they're coming to you with more. Well, that's genuinely means that they're the perfect prospect. They're a lead. And you should really, as a business owner, understand that, that's the moment that you need to convert them. So the way that you handle your DMs can be so, so, so important. And keep in mind that we're talking about DMs that you're receiving. So we're not talking about cold yeah. DMing. We're not talking about cold outreach or bothering people or stalking people online. Or yeah. as soon as someone follows you, DMing them and asking them to buy your services. No, we're talking about people that are reaching out to you and if you have good content that will happen and it's the best way to sell because genuinely they're taking the first step towards you and showing that they're interested and then it's your responsibility to also show up as a as an entrepreneur as a business owner and actually also talk about your services yeah i think you pretty <laughs> certainly well um but yeah i think you know it's another again i did all the mistakes <laughs> started, so I, I you probably recognize yourself uh in this but yeah i was i was complaining about oh the people are freebie seekers and you know then i was like actually those people could buy from me i have everything i need like i'm really very close to having a very successful business. I just need to understand that it's not all about growth and followers and engagement. It's also about sales. It's mm -hmm. not something I was, yeah, I don't, I don't really like sales that much. I mean, now I, it's completely different, but back then I'm a marketing person, always been, always for sales was cringy, but you need sales. Marketing is great to be like, okay, we making, you know, you make yourself notice like, hey, with marketing it's like, hey, look at me, I'm great. I'm better than competition. Uh, I'm amazing. My products are amazing. Come to me. That's what marketing does. It's really like standing out on the market, you know, helping you 
make people come to you. So it's really that it's inbound marketing, making people come to you. So we're all about this uh, at Arsenal anyway. Uh, and it's all like what we teach you inside IBA is this, like making people come to you and not the other way around. But then you still have to sell to them because you can't just be like, hey, I'm nice, buy from me, you know? You still have to tell them, hey, you need me. This is why you need me. Now, if you're interested, here's what you can do, you know? Here's how we move forward. Uh, this is going to be really important that you get into learning a bit more about sales and sales process. And we do share on a daily basis on Instagram, but we also have our online academy IBA where we have, how many modules do we have on sales? Four, five? Yeah, yeah, four, I think. Um, so we have yeah, more I mean, modules on yeah, sales. A lot we... of them is intertwined, but the last ones are all on sales. Yeah, we have like a lot of modules on sales where we show you how to put the sales process in place, how to really, um, you know, use uh, not only your content, but also your website, emails, and all of that to make more sales uh, for your services yeah we even literally give them a script on how to do their sales call and how to deal with their dms like step by step which questions to ask speaking of iba uh we're actually the month of may and this month we are um, actually doing a challenge inside iba it's sign your clients challenge so we're actually for a whole month long giving our iba students little actionable tips of the day uh, to make sure that they all sign as many clients as possible because as we talked about before, we're all about marketing and that's super important, but we also notice that sometimes people need a little push to sell a bit more and to take the right actions to make sure they convert that audience as well. So this is a challenge we're currently organizing and yeah, I'm really excited to see everyone's results. And it's also just to kind of let you know if you're on the fence of joining IBA um, and you ever wonder, okay, but how much time and extra guidance do I get inside IBA? Um, this is to really answer that question, we do everything inside IBA to make sure people take action. So that goes from hosting challenges, from you know going live inside the Facebook community or having a call or, or having our Facebook community where everyone helps each other to just make sure that people take action because the knowledge is there, the theory is there, it's all inside the online course, of course, but we also want to make sure that the community is engaged and actually takes action. Yeah, so if you're an IBA student, let us know how, how is it going. And yeah, last thing maybe on IBA, uh, we are going to increase the price at the end of May. So not sure when this podcast, yeah, probably next week, this podcast. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's still early May. Uh, so if you were on the fence of joining IBA, know that you might want to do it now before we increase the price on the 26th of May. And if you have any questions about IBA or something else, uh, you can send us a DM on Instagram at Ginny Fears or Laura Haley. And yeah, we're going to leave it uh, leave it here today. Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you're enjoying our podcast, please leave us a rating or simply tell a friend about the Health Energy podcast. That would help us out massively. We'll see you in the next episode. Bye.